Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If you're an American and you're professing to be a Christian, well, of course, as American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Why don't we throw in a constitution so they know what's in that? Get engaged in the political process. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. The church needs to rise. Rise. Monica Matthews Show. Show. The church needs to rise. Rise to the occasion. The AG of New York is declaring war on the NRA. Number one champion of your Second Amendment. She is seeking to dissolve the NRA in a public statement today. What it is with the New Yorkers and all their press conferences, for the love of God. Ugh. Maybe it's because Broadway shut down. They all feel the need to entertain the country, which is precisely what this was. Kind of like Mayor de Blah Blah telling people that he will now implement checkpoints coming in and going out of the city. That's right. You could be subjected to a $10,000 fine if you're not adhering to their quarantine uh, brouhaha. Yep, $10,000. So... Interesting that the AG of New York says that, as uh, that's Attorney General Letitia James, she filed a lawsuit against the National Rifle Association today in an effort to dissolve the organization. She goes on to accuse them of illegal conduct due to mishandling millions of dollars of funds identified in an 18-month investigation. NRA's influence has been so powerful that the organization went unchecked for decades while top executives funneled millions into their own pockets. She says, she goes on to say, the NRA is fraught with fraud and abuse, which is why today we seek to dissolve the NRA because no organization is above the law. (laughs) Unless, of course, you happen to hold office in New York. Right? Or maybe your spouse is above the law. I mean, let's, let's just go back to a little story that some of you may not be aware of or have forgotten. Conveniently, in the middle of, you know, the shamdemic Mayor de Blasio's wife was um, appointed to head up this mental health task force, if you will. She she was uh, entrusted with over $800 million that just went poof, gone, literally into the ether. It is nowhere to be found. And she has never been accountable for it and simply says she doesn't know where it is. Now, get you some of that. This is like New York stuff, right? As long as it took Giuliani to get that city back to where we actually wanted to go and visit and spend our money and be entertained and indulge in different cultures, how long do you think it's going to take now? 
there's no way in two, you'd have to pay me to fly to New York and do anything in New York. And I'm really glad I had the chance to take my daughter and my mother a few Christmases ago. And then my daughter and I went back for her birthday last year and did uh, night on, a couple of nights on Broadway. It was amazing. Um, so I'm really glad I had that experience. If you haven't, you've missed out. And I don't know when you'll have the opportunity again. It is not safe. It is a jungle. It is a zoo. It is complete anarchy. I have people reaching out from the NYPD to come onto the show and talk to you all about what's really happening there. And believe me, it's not good. So for Mayor de Blasio to get on camera and say, I may have to release 22,000 employees. Well, sucks to suck. But you've allowed for the destruction. Matter of fact, you have championed it. And now you want federal dollars. It's kind of like I said on yesterday's show. Minneapolis, they you know, everybody's got their hand out. No way. No way, buddy. You burn it, you rebuild it. That simple. I mean, that needs to be the protocol. That needs to be the standard. You allow your cities to burn, you pay to rebuild them. Not federal dollars. I don't care how many people you have to lay off. Sorry. And here's a news flash. I love New Yorkers. I don't need your politics moving to Georgia. So if you're going to move to Georgia, don't bring your politics with you. Because that you see what you have now. Apparently, most of you voted for that. Don't come here and bring that mess here. We've already got enough going on with the West Coast. And the film industry and the restaurant industry, people trying to hijack legislation, you know, as if the restaurant industry has anything to do with legislation that involves pedophilia. But that brings me to another subject. Every industry apparently has something to say about pedophilia. I'm going to ask you something. Someone asked a question on Twitter today. Is pedophilia... The act of pedophilia, is it a forgivable offense? That's my question to you. You can sound off on my website at monicamatthews.com on the open mic feature. Or you can email me and let me know. You can also tweet to me. I get those as well. Or Facebook. The Monica Matthews on Facebook. Monica on Air Talk on Twitter. MonicaMatthews.com. And this podcast will be up. And you can, um, you can respond there. And I will get it. And I'm anxiously anticipating your responses. It's kind of probably 60, 40 people on Twitter when I ask the question, what do you think? I personally believe unequivocally it is a forgivable offense, albeit egregious. It is life-altering, life-altering, soul-crushing, soul-destroying. I mean, it is a mess. It is a lifelong endeavor to overcome. But can someone forgive someone who has succumbed to that level of wickedness? Yes, it can be done. Should it be done? That's a whole other that's a whole other question. But some of you would prefer that pedophiles, you know, just rot in the ocean and with the oil site scripture about the millstone around your necks, and, and you're not wrong um, to a certain degree. But if you're, you know, I'm I'm just interested in what you think about that. Speaking of, you know, more days than not, I feel like I am the musician, one of the musicians on the Titanic. I am a musician, by the way. Um, but I, but when it comes to my work and my podcasts, I, I feel like I am um, 
playing the violin uh, as the ship is going down. And um, I don't know if that's true. I, I don't want to be that ho-hum, the sky is falling, it's all abysmal and fatalistic, nihilistic you know, way of thinking because that's not the mind of Christ. But I'm also an, I, I'm a realist. I'm an idealist too, but for the most part, I look at what something is and I call it exactly as I see it. And I go, hmm, okay, well, if it's black, it's black. And if it's white, it's white. It's gray, it's gray, pink, orange, whatever. But I look at the country as it is. I look at the world as a whole. And I look at my industry, which just is positively culpable for every ounce of destruction we see going on in this country. Not only technology, but my industry, media, horrible, should be held criminally responsible. Super happy for that kid, by the way, one of the Catholic kids who sued CNN, sued a multitude of news organizations, and I see the millions of dollars just rolling in now on his behalf, and good for him, and they're not even finished. For the, just the awful, just defamation of this kid's character and he's a kid has his whole life ahead of him i've had it done to me in my own industry and i'm part of the industry i cannot tell you how grievous it is but that's where we are and it sh- and people should be held criminally responsible for sharing fake news there's a trigger word for some of you. But seriously, um, when it comes to the defamation of private citizens, um, the libel, the slander, the and I'm not talking about uh, critiquing someone's work. I, I'm talking about the personal attacks on that person and the racism and reverse racism which that term irks me because it's just racism across the board as far as i'm concerned but when we see these things deployed and we see the media just feeding it fueling it you know this frenzy this bloodthirst frenzy that the world has right now it's very grievous so this morning i got up and spent some quiet time with the lord which i haven't done in a really long time admittedly and I was reminded about his compassion. And so I wrote about it on my Facebook page. My blog feature was not, I was having some technical difficulties. This is the week of that, apparently the past two weeks, actually, in my world. So thank you for your patience. But but I did write this on Facebook, and it is also on Twitter. Um, It's a a lengthy piece, but it's um, hopefully inspiring for you. It's part of my violin playing on the Titanic, where... It's like while we're all being beguiled and demanded to empathize with others, I would like to direct your attention to the beatitude of compassion. Because compassion is very different from empathy and is different from sympathy. How so? Compassion compels you to ease someone's suffering but it also requires thought it requires attention to detail it requires discernment empathy really stops at feeling sympathy is like oh man i'm sorry you feel that way all right next hand me the remote gotta turn the channel 
empathy, you, you know, you, 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 you feel what the other person does, but, but if you act only on empathy, you're going to stop short of compassion and you're usually going to be acting in your own strength. And the compassion of God, our creator, the author of liberty and justice, is predicated upon easing the suffering of others. Does that mean that you, again, it requires thought, not feeling. It requires thought. It requires precision. It requires your direct attention, something that God offers us every morning. His mercies are new every morning. His compassion is never failing, right? He's always eager to come alongside us and help us in our suffering. And let's be honest, most of our suffering, especially as a nation, is uh, self-induced. And it continues with this narrative of empathy. You got to feel it. You got to suffer. You got to know what it's like to be a slave in order to really repair the breach. And you know me well enough to know I call BS on that. So I encourage you to go check that out. I think it will be encouraging to your soul. Hopefully it will feed your soul. You can share it with others. That's what it's meant to do. It was a meal for me this morning that I feel like our Savior prepared, and I was happy to share it with you. So you can check that out again at The Monica Matthews as well as uh, Twitter. It's up on that too. So... If the world appears to be going mad, it's because the world has always been mad. This is nothing new. FDA, speaking of mad, has revoked their emergency allowance for the use of hydroxychloroquine. They say that there's no um, definitive uh, sound science that says that it's, it's effective. Now, This flies directly in the face of every physician who's used it successfully on COVID-19 patients, as well as COVID-19 patients who have overcome COVID-19 with the use of hydroxychloroquine. So who do you believe? How do you make your decisions during this time? Who do you believe? Do you believe the doctors who are on the front line, or do you believe the institution the agency that can't get a food pyramid right. I mean, seriously, we know that God has placed things in the earth that are capable of bringing us health, revitalizing our health. We know that there are natural, organic things in the earth that can do that, but the FDA doesn't approve of it. Why is that? Why does the FDA approve of certain things in and not others that have been proven to be detrimental to our health. So I want to leave you with that consideration this evening. How do you make your decisions? Who are you going to believe? And if it is something that's pulled, who are you going to turn to for the treatment that you need in the event of contracting COVID-19? I hope you have a doctor on speed dial who has stones and a stash because that's what you're going to (laughs) need. I mean, seriously. But again, the best defense against anything viral or bacterial 
is, or chronic, is a healthy mind, a healthy heart, a healthy spirit, healthy eyes, healthy outlook, a healthy gut, for sure. Many of our health issues, including our immune system, um, begins in the gut. Our gut health determines a lot about our ability to uh, sustain awesome and optimal health. So keep that in mind. Sex, like I said yesterday, is a great thing, always, but definitely whenever it comes to your immune system and forgiveness. Forgiveness is always the place to start. Forgiving yourself. You can't forgive other people if you're not willing to let yourself off the hook. So for those of you who are sitting on the throne of your life, just beating the crap out of yourself, allowing the enemy of all freedom to beat you up over your decisions that you can't undo, I want to encourage you today to take that mess, take your yoke, take that whole burden and cast it upon the one who cares for you. That's not an admonition. That's his command. All right. I'm going to leave you with that this evening because time for me to cook dinner. And it's about to storm here. And I love stormy nights. I've had a really long day. Oh, sound off about what you think about the NRA and the AG and all this mess. What are you willing to do to protect your Second Amendment rights? I'm planning on sending a donation to the NRA. <laughs> but <laughs> more time for more conversation. All right. Until next time, you can follow me at the Monica Matthews on Facebook. Ah, MonicaMatthews.com. iTunes, Stitcher, all those awesome download mediums. You can find me there. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, I need you to do what? Act like one. 